We're here to ignite your fire by highlighting the success and innovation of other movement professionals. This is the PT on Fire podcast. PT on Fire Nation. Uh, in episode 19, we're going to talk to Corey Bridges, uh, ex-NFL athlete, uh, college athlete in Division One track and field, and a football player for South Carolina, so SEC country. Even though we're up here in Big Ten country, we, we thought it would be cool to talk to Corey. Um, and now what Corey's doing is uh, he took his, his love for human movement and athletics, and he's, he's training uh, professional athletes and Olympic athletes on a daily basis. Super excited for this conversation with Corey. And of course, he's a gift fellow, applied functional science fellow, like many of our guests, because we love applied functional science so much. Uh, I'm just warning you, the episode gets a little bit rough as far as the language goes, so if the kids are in the backseat, you might want to consider putting the headphones on, plug it into the headphone jack, just in case. I hope you enjoy the episode. This one does not have a freebie, but next one will. Too bad, so sad. All right, PT on Fire Nation, we are stoked, excited today to bring you Corey Bridges. We're very grateful that Corey's taken time out of his busy schedule to come on and have a conversation with us. Corey is the director and uh, speed and agility and uh, director of C4 Performance. Um, Corey has over 10 years of experience and has trained many athletes uh, all the way from the youth level up to professional level, and, and uh, we're going to talk to him about this, but I know... In this past summer, the Olympics, Corey even had the opportunity to train one of the Olympic athletes. Um, so Corey is also the first professional athlete we've had on the podcast. So uh, we're, we're excited to, to just have a good conversation today with Corey about movement and innovation and kind of uh, kind of what fun stuff that's going on in the movement world. So Corey, thanks a lot for coming on, man. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Glad to be here. I appreciate you guys uh, reaching out. And I love to uh, love to share. All right. So uh, I just want to start out, Corey. We always like to ask about the, the background of people we're talking to. So just give us a little uh, brief history of your background and how did, how did you get interested in, in the movement world? Uh, that, we can be here all day if I give you, give you the history of me. But um, just, just really quick, man, um, uh, you know, from a small town and uh, – in Georgia, called Noonan, Georgia. Um, and I went to Noonan High School. And ended up, you know, all my, uh, I'll say all my career or starting that young of age, I always, it was funny because I always look back and it's like, I always watch people and I always watch different athletes. Like, I always watch, like, oh man, he has big calves. Oh man, he got a big neck, you know, and it was just like, you know, it was just, it was crazy because at the time it was like, there's no way that I would be thinking I would be doing something like this, but it was always intriguing to me to just watch people and how they're, you know, how stuff function on them at a young age. And um, so, you know, it was just, I was always intrigued. And then um, I end up, you know, graduating high school and going to university of South Carolina and getting a degree from there. Uh, you would, wouldn't believe I got my degree in uh, hospitality. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> so got my degree from there and also uh, and I spent a few years in the NFL National Football League and ran track uh, in college. And, you know, I don't like to toot my horn too much, but, you know, I like to kind of, you know, I'm pretty proud of my accolades that, uh, 
you know, I'm an SEC champion in the 60 meters and, you know, six, uh, I think six or seven time All-American in track and field and ended up playing in a couple of years in the NFL. So, um, you know, all while I was five, six and a half, 165 pounds, I was just playing. But seriously, uh, <laughs> but no, man, um, I, I, you know, sometimes I just look back and like, wow, I, I, you know, I accomplished a lot. But at the same time, I still want to continue to accomplish more and also help my people, help my community and help uh, help athletes get better. Yeah, that's awesome. And, I, you know, I can tell tell you firsthand and the, the, the listeners out there, I uh, had the opportunity to be in uh kind of go through a, a gift fellowship, the Gray Institute's year-long fellowship program when when Corey was there um, as a, kind of what's called PCM, where he came back just to help us uh, fellows go through the program, kind of guide us through. And and I can tell you that Corey can move. And we, the, fir- the first day of, of gift, the gift uh, conferences, we, we all kind of come up with different dances to do. And, and uh Thank God, Corey happened to be the one that led my group in the dance. I, I tell you what, this this guy can move. Where, where'd you learn those moves, man? I gotta know. Oh man, I don't know. It just it just you know when you're blessed with it, it just come to you. <laughs> now, do you guys remember the song? What was the song you guys had to dance to? You guys remember it? Uh it was. Uh, oh gosh, I remember it. It was uh, it was yeah by Usher, wasn't it? <laughs> no, it wasn't that. It was uh, uh, it forever would be. Oh gosh, and I'm I just heard it the other day while I was in Walmart. <laughs> did you did you were you dancing in Walmart? Did you start doing your three D your three D? I did, I did. <laughs> yeah. And awesome. my wife, my wife looked at me and was like, "What are you doing? I'm doing my dance." <laughs> That's classic, man. That's classic. Uh, gosh, I can't think of this. That's all right. No worries. That's man. all right. It'll, it'll come to you. So uh, let's let's talk a little bit more about that, Corey. How did you uh, how did you get involved and interested in the Gray Institute and uh, kind of the going through the the gift fellowship and then also how you know how have you been able to use that with some of the athletes that you've been working with? Oh man, you know, it, you know, it, going back to what I was talking about earlier about how I just always watch people do stuff and how I watch different athletes because you know, as a, you know, as you compete against other athletes and that you see different things that they can do better than you and you like wonder why are they better than me or you know I understand there's a thing what we call genetics and and. But, you know, why Why are they able to jump a little higher? Why are they able to jump, I mean, run a little faster? Or why are they able to um, change direction better or whatever? And it was like, and I was just watched them. And then sometimes I go back and emulate some of the things because I used to watch a lot of the great athletes do things. And, um, you know, I used to study Jerry, Jerry Rice film. Um, I used to watch Deion Sanders. I'm like, what is he doing that I can't do and just you know biomechanically he's doing something a little different but um, and I and you know that was just something in my mind that I always was just thinking about like how is this happening and um, as I you know as I started my um, training career I was just you know going through different types of certifications and stuff like that and I was just like you know something my questions are not being answered 
they are not being answered right now. But at the same time, I'm just going to keep – I got to find something. And uh, we had a couple guys um, – um, I actually – uh, I was at an FMS uh, conference, and uh, I was at FMS level two with Gray Cook, and he was just talking about, uh, you know, you know, function. I started to get into function, and I was like, yeah, this is cool. It's very educational, and it helps me a lot, but I think there's still something more. And in, in this conference, he mentioned Gary Gray, and he said he's doing something very um so amazing and it was and i was like aha i let me look into that too so um um and then you know i guess maybe about a two about two or three years later we were sitting in uh i was sitting in the office and a couple guys was talking about it and that they wanted to do it which they are guest fellows too There's, his name is jay jones and uh travis brown and we also have two two gift fellows here in atlanta um, uh, Drew Yoder and um, and uh, Vin, Vin, I call we call him V Vincent. Uh, uh, I forgot Vincent last name. Uh, but yeah, so we all they all kind of like, hey man, you need to do this because it's gonna blow your mind. It's gonna just not necessarily blow your mind, but just give you give you more information that that will kind of validate what you've been you know what your brain been thinking about for the last you know 20 30 years and um i was like ah how much is it you know and it was like well, <laughs> well it's this much i was like oh crap yeah so <laughs> i was like all right well uh let me go talk to my wife about it and i was like are you sure this is what it is going to be so i got on the website looked at a couple of things and i was like you know what why not if they say that it's that is just this good man I, I, i'll dive in just you know why not why not educate myself a little bit more so um i dove in we all dove in me jay jones and travis brown we all dove in so after that first week uh of watching it and it was like because it's so outside of the box of what we've learned in the past and how um what we've been taught in the past and it's very very skeptical when you first hear like Oh my gosh, what did I get myself into? And then, and I'm pretty sure a lot of gear fellows say after the first week, it was just like, oh my God, what did I get myself into? And yeah. as it, you start progressing through the program, that oh my God, what did I get myself into turned into, oh my God, I am so glad I did this because mm -hmm. it really just open your eyes to so, so, so much more, especially when it comes to movement, especially when it comes to how you train and different approaches on, you know, what you do with your, uh, with your athlete. Well, in my case, with my athletes and my, my clients. And it's just, and it, it's just made me, you know, I'll, I'll say it just kind of took my training level to a whole new level. Um, you know, because my athletes come in, they're just in a, and the, the first session that we would do or the first or second session what we'll do, we'll go through just, you know, just really try to break the body down in all three planes. And then the very next day, um, um, I'll, you know, obviously give them a call and just ask because athletes can really they can really they're in touch with their body a little bit more than a normal. I, I wouldn't say a non-athlete, but everybody's athletes. Right. 
Right, right. <laughs> so, but athletes, uh, I think that they they are so much more in touch with their body than um, and then not necessarily not the normal person, but the non-athletic people. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and um, they come back the next day and say, "Dude, I feel absolutely crazy right now. Like I feel amazing. Like what did you do? You know?" And so it's like, "Aha." I got some secrets that I haven't been showing people, so let me let you know what I'm doing. <laughs> so, um, and 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 it's it's an instant, and it's it's like a complete instant um, feeling once they get back out and go back to do what they want to do. So it's like, you know, I, I've I've you know I trained Aaron Murray um, in the form of uh, uh, Bulldog George Bulldog. He's now with the Philadelphia Eagles, and I just did some stuff. With him for the first day and just worked on his feet and just, you know, got his foot a little bit more mobility and and, you know, worked his hips, you know, just did the whole process as far as like, you know, biomechanic uh, throughout the whole chain of the body. And he came back the next day. He's I, I don't want to say this the exact word what he said to me. But <laughs> well, you, you can let it go, man. You can let it go. It's fine. <laughs> But he was like, dude, I feel fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 uh, so, and we just had a, and we just, from that day on, man, we just, you know, he's like, I want to train every day for the rest of my life with you. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, it, and, and it shows, and he went out and just felt like the ball was just coming out of his hand so much better. And then, you know, um, it was it was just funny because I I love to hear those guys' reactions. He's just almost like, what have what what have I why have I did this to my body? Why haven't I met you earlier in my career? Why you know, um, and you know, and you can say the same for for Kirk Cousins with the Washington Redskins. It's the same thing. He come here in the uh, off season and just, you know, just really get his body to start to move a little bit better than you know going. At, especially after season, we just really work on balancing his body back out, and uh, probably don't lift one pound of weight. Just you know, just a little bit of something, but. Um, we just work on movement, and then we're just working on trying to stabilize those movements. Um, after we uh, after we go through all the all the stuff that we do, but you know, it's just that's one of the things that he really uh, enjoys. Even with my um, uh, my my Olympian, he he just wanted to you know he wanted to get stronger. Number one, but there's a lot of things that you know go along with that. But he was just like, wait a minute, coach, we didn't we didn't lift a lot of weights, but yet instead. I am my serve and my, you know, everything that I do at the table is so, so much more powerful, so much more aggressive than, you know, um, what, you know, why am I feeling that? Well, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to explain, but I know what I'm, <laughs> um, um, but you know, he was, he was pretty excited. All those guys. I mean, I got a numerous, a lot of, um, testimonials, but you know, I, I'm, I need to do a better job of getting these testimonies out there. Uh, but, you know, I, I think it's you know, me personally. It's about them. Right. It's not necessarily it's not about me. You know, I know there's, you know, in business. Yes, I, I should do a lot more marketing with the people that I do have. But, 
you know, it, I, I, my my sole purpose is about, you know, me focusing on that athlete and making sure they're moving the best way they can to help them to perform better. And that's my whole that's my whole purpose, which is pretty cool. I mean, if you look at the gift, the gift community in general, I mean, I think that's, you know, the 700 plus people that have gone through the program in 19 different countries. I think everybody has that in common as far as we're all really above all else. We're there for other people. We're, we're there to learn to better ways to help other people. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that, that definitely is that falls in line, I think, with with everybody you know, that, that we've we've had on the show. Um, one of my questions I have here for you is is really what you just kind of hit on about the marketing. We talk a lot about marketing on the podcast, at least in the upcoming episodes. And, and um, you know, do you think you're, you're kind of on the inside, right, as far as with, you know, being a former professional athlete and working with professional athletes. Do you see uh, growth in, in the use of applied functional science? I mean, I mean, do you, you know, do you see it it's spreading? You know, these guys are out there. They're playing right now. They're having good experiences. They're, they're feeling better. And, and like you said, you know, and um, do you feel like it's, it's spreading? I, I've always struggled with the Gray Institute's, um, you know, efforts in marketing. Gary has always been, you know, he talks about, you know, the, the Michael Jordans and the LeBron James and the Kobe Bryants and the Tiger Woods when you're talking to yeah. them one-on-one. But he, he never makes that message, you know, clear to the rest of the community and, and, Part of me that bums me out because I really believe in it, and I, you know, I, yeah, yeah. So, do you see that spreading a little bit more in that in that world? Uh, I, you know, it's 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 and and I'm I, and I think I'm about like you. It's like it's freaking frustrating. It is um, um, that you know, and and it, and it, I'm a I, I'm gonna be quite honest with you, and and I might rub some people the wrong way, but I think that we're so set in a certain way that and we want to just kind of get by and a lot of people don't want to learn right and and that and that when you don't want to learn then you don't want to accept that you know the way of the truth and a lot of people don't want to know the truth about something and i think that's what's you know uh, almost like that might be what's wrong with society today. It's like, okay, here, here it is. This is, you know, there's, it's like cut and dry right here in front of you. This is how the body functions. It's not a corrective exercise. This is biomechanically human functionality of the body. And, you know, because of, you know, how we position ourselves each and every day by sitting and, and uh, on our cell phones and, and stuff like that, and we kind of get out of that what the, the truth of, of function of our you know of our body, and then also how we train our athletes. Um, we've kind of threw function out of it, and then just say, hey, we want we want we're trying to get you bigger, faster, and stronger, which is yes, that is a very big time component of that. But as far as the functionality of it, um, yes you are going to increase your numbers in the weight room, but how is that going to necessarily translate to on the field, on the court? Um, And so, and, and I I think that yes, it is growing. It's not growing like wildfire. I think, you know, um, I think the people who are in it 
once they get in it and then they get back out, they jump right back in. Right. Um, but the problem is, is like a lot of people don't want to accept the fact that, you know, you mean to tell me, uh, I, I don't, you know, I shouldn't bench press. I shouldn't squat. And I'm not saying you shouldn't, you know, but there's other ways to allow your chest to load and, and allow it to explode. Um, so it's, uh, and I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I would go out. I would, I would go off on a tangent a lot, but that's just you know that's just some points that I like to get across. But um, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I think uh, just, <laughs> I Corey, I think you're a testament to you know about what the what uh you know the program really hits on and the Gray Institute their whole model, which is you know you can it, it's all about just allowing the person they already have the their inherent movement patterns with inside them. And we just need to acknowledge, like you said, the truth of how the body was designed to move and acknowledge that truth and then bring it out in our training. It's not like we are, are making their body do things that it wasn't designed to do. It's like, no, we just need to learn how the body is designed to move. Then you can train any sport that you want. And I think you're a testament to that because you're a football player and, yeah. and, uh, and a track athlete, track and field, yet you just trained an Olympic uh, table tennis player. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, and, 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 and you didn't have to be an expert at ping pong or table tennis. All you had to do was watch that sport and understand well, what the foot, what the hips, the, what the thoracic the, spine, what the shoulder, the what that, yep. what everything has to do. And then you were able to then develop a program. And, you know, I think that's the valuable part about it and the cool part about it. That's the cool part about it. And then the first day that I found out I was going to start a train, uh, Tim, the first thing I did is looked him up on, you know, I actually got on YouTube and just studied his game. And just because now who, who trains table tennis guy, you know, what I mean? <laughs> so, so it's like, okay, well, who can I call to get some pointers from to say, Hey, I'm about to train a table tennis guy, you know? So basically, what I guess what Gray Institute allowed me to do is say, okay, let me study his movement patterns on when he plays, and then that way I can develop a program um, um, for him, you know. And then, and, and that's what we, did. and that's what we did. And I, that was the first thing I said, oh, like, holy hell, I'm about to, all right, um, let me see what's going on with his foot, hip. T spine, cervical spine, and then it'll even look at his wrist. And if it, you know, so it's, and that's the, that's the beauty, that's the beautiful part about, um, um, uh, you know, AFS is that, you know, when I train wide receivers, I can, you know, I can look at, okay, all right, well, we're going to run this route. We're going to do a strength movement that's geared towards this specific route that you run. We're going to do a movement that's geared towards uh, you loading and exploding to a back shoulder throw, you know, and, and, and you put those, put those guys in those positions and you pre, you know, preset them in those positions and you just drive their body in all three planes of motion. I can give you a perfect example of a wide receiver that I train and I watch him come into the facility and catch ball from a quarterback and saw that I, uh, Hey dude, you're for when you, you have trouble catching um, 
from the left side, you know, you, you're better catching from the left side than you are from the right side. So I kept watching, kept watching, kept watching, kept watching. And I was, he was like, you know, oh, the funny thing was, is that I called him out on it. And he's a professional wide receiver, though. I called him out on it. He was running routes, running routes. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. So, and then he was like, so what did you see? I said, you don't like catching the ball coming from your left to your right. He looked at me and was like, I said, I know those are wide receiver secrets that you don't want to tell nobody. But I saw that. He looked at me and like, you've got to be shitting me. So, <laughs> um, so, and, and all I did was just, you know, say, all right, let me check a couple things and then see why you don't like catching, you know, from your right to your, you know, from your, um, why you don't catch, you don't like catching your, from your left side. Come to find out, gone below, you know, and then, but this, with the power of AFS is was, he had limited right, uh, left rotation in his thoracic spine and also his cervical spine. And then we also looked at his foot and saw that um, his right foot was not everting like it should have when he lowered his foot and hit the ground. So clear that up. You know, what we did is cleared it up a little bit and gave him a little bit more motion in his T-spine and his cervical spine. And then he was coming, you know, he came back about a week later. He looked at me. He's like, you son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> now, you, a lot like, of these guys, I mean, you think that they probably don't want to tell anybody because it's, it's a competitive advantage, right? I mean, that that's probably a big yeah. driver for them not wanting to share you as the magician, right? They don't want people to know about you. Absolutely, because that's the funny thing. He looked, he, I called him out, and he was just like, you got to be, how did you know that? Well, I mean, you got, and this is a guy by the name of Gary Gray. That's in Adrian, Michigan. Um, he kind of showed me how to do things like that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so It is pretty powerful, so pretty powerful stuff. It's, it's, and, and it's so minute. Right now, now I think it's so minute. So it's like, oh, wow, I can, you know, look at guys on TV I'm like, and, and don't get me in the airport and watch people. I'm the worst. I have to just like go to sleep in the airport because I watch people walk and I watch their gait. I'm like, oh gosh, look at her feet. Oh, she's not even, she's not even, he's not even rotating at the T spine. Yeah. You know, it's like, just stop it, just stop it, just stop yeah. it. And it's like, it's. <laughs> Yo, Corey, isn't that crazy though? What you did. What you did there by watching him is something that only about probably, you know, maybe 20% of the movement professionals out there are willing to do is just take a step back and simply watch the person move and then and then uh, just kind of appreciate their movement and then offering up just a couple little pieces of, uh, you know, strategies after simply yep. just watching them move and instead of, yep. instead of developing like a, a, a protocol based on things that are techniques that everybody does all you did was say hey he's having trouble turning to the left i expect maybe i'm going to take him through a movement screen real quick and and check out why he isn't moving well to the left could it be coming from his foot his knees his hip yeah 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 you know and it's like it's it's a it's it becomes like you said it becomes almost second nature once you study it but um that you know we could go on all day long about how 
how uh, the the strategies of AFS and movement, you know, science are just so powerful. But that's yeah, that's that's cool to hear, man. It's good. It's cool to hear that the buy-in too. You know, the buy-in that you get from these athletes. I would I would imagine sometimes it might be difficult to communicate to them um, the, the 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 approach that you want to take because it's so different than yeah. anything else they've experienced. Yeah, yeah. and and the, and this and this. It's, I wouldn't say the sad part about it. I have to. I, sometimes, you know, I, I tell you what, I've lost an athlete. I lost a few athletes just by going straight at AFS and like, and they're just sitting there like, what the hell is, why am I, why am I turning this way and reaching back over that way and, and, and bending this way? I'm like, I came here to train. I didn't came here to do yoga poses. I mean, I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> now I have to, now I have to step, but now I have to step back and look at, Okay, now I get athletes in. All right, first thing I can do is sit them down and say, hey, listen, this is going to be completely different than what you've done in the past. We will throw some of the stuff that you've done in the past in here with this, it's, but I, it's gonna, we're going to start off and it's going to get a little weird. But, the fun, <laughs> but, but, the, but to you, it's weird, but to me, I see something. I said, but if you let once you get past all this little bit of a weirdness and you go home today and you wake up tomorrow and you come back and see me, I can guarantee you, you're going to feel different and you're going to feel weirdly better than you ever felt in your entire life. And if you do that, I promise you, you're going to be your, your body's going to feel so much better. You're going to you're going to feel more successful once you go back out on the field, out on the court or out on the track. And after I do that, now that I do that, I, I haven't lost one person yet. Yeah, I think we had the same thing happen here too with patients. I mean, you know, when I think we have to be able to give them sometimes what they want, not what we want them to have. And that was what Lenny, Lenny talked about that in the last episode about the platinum rule. You know, like if you if you're always constantly giving people what you think that that they need. Um, you know, you're gonna they're gonna put up walls and barriers, and uh, yeah. I, I like that. That approach is is really wise, and and we all have to go through it. I think, um, yeah, you know, we all have to go through that, and we're gonna lose a client or a patient, and uh, it can be frustrating because they're used to. Gosh, I mean, I, I've spent time. Um, you know, I, I I feel like the higher level you go up, the worse it gets as far as training. Um, you know, I got an opportunity to spend some time with the Detroit Red Wings for like four years during their fitness assessments, and it's amazing to me that these hockey players are doing, you know, sit up, sit and reach, bench press, and pull ups. And they're used, to, they're used to doing it. And then, you know, you talk to the strength and conditioning coach and he says the most important uh, test they're doing is grip strength. You know, and it's like they're, they're used to it. And then you ask them why and they say because we've been doing it for 25 years and we've won, you know, X amount of Stanley Cups. So it's hard to argue with that. But, exactly. You know, so you kind of got to give them what they, what they think they need, you know, they, what they want. And then you yep. can kind of sprinkle it in a little bit. You know, yeah. so for us, I mean, the last thing I'm doing is talking about AFS to people because – Really, they don't care, and they need to just know how much we care about them. You know, that's the key. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely correct. Yeah, absolutely correct. And it's so, it, Go ahead. I was just going to say, man. So how we got to kind of we got to wrap it up a little bit. But what? How how do people find you? Are you taking new clients right now? Or are you are you pretty much are you maxed out? Yeah, yeah. We. I mean, you know, training and training. With you know, do you have your your your. Big, you, you have your, your ups and downs and ups and downs as far as like, uh, you know, people, because I deal with a lot of high school, middle school and youth and professionals. 
Um, so, you know, when school season in, it's kind of like, well, you know, it's, 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 uh, you know, from two thirty to, you know, seven to eight, that's when, you know, when not train, but like early and throughout the day, that's when, you know, midday, that's when, you know, more of the pro guys are come in, but, you know, pro guys are in, it's like seasonal, right. You know, uh, pro guys will be here and then, um, they're gone. Right, and I right. got to fill those slots up, but, you know, but the kids are in school and, um, but you know, I'll say 90%, 99% of my clientele are athletes. Okay. So what's the and, best way, uh, what's the, my hope and dreams are that someone out there is listening to this going, you know what, I, I've got somebody in that area and I want to recommend them and I want them to have the best training possible, whether they're a professional athlete or a college athlete or a high school athlete. So how, how do people that are listening find you? How can they follow you? Um, you know, give us some info and, and uh, let, let people know where you're at. Yeah, um, they can contact me at my name, Corey, C-O-R-E-Y, at N-S-T-A dot net. Perfect. Um, and then they can also contact me on Instagram at Corey Bridges 4 also on Facebook. Gotta love Facebook. Corey yeah, gotta love Facebook. Corey Bridges and um, or C four performance. Excellent, man. Are you gonna be in uh, are you doing PCM again? Or are you um I definitely will love to I, I would love to do PCM again. I got a newborn and that's gonna kinda of, <laughs> yeah. kind of put me up off of maybe a year or two. Uh, but I did tell Gary I said, uh, don't be surprised that I just drop in one day. I just 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 drop into a meeting one day and stay there for about three or four days. <laughs> right? I'm still looking for that. Like I'm still looking for that uh, 2007 uh, to 2016 class reunion. I want to see that big reunion. Hopefully, that, that where where are you guys? Okay, you you in where are you guys in um, Michigan? Michigan, Michigan. Yep. You know. <clears throat> We call this is the this is this is Georgia. We're like so slow behind when it comes to like I, I'm I'm gonna throw Georgia under the bus. We're so behind when it comes to like you know movement and fitness and training that it's it's you know we got trainers down here charging you know fifteen ten dollars a uh, a session. <laughs> That's because everybody's too busy sitting in traffic, man. That's all. <laughs> I, I know, I know. But we, we need to, and we, you know, Atlanta, it's getting a little bit better, but we're just like so behind, uh, especially when it comes to training. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it, it I'm sorry. Be, it can be frustrating, man. And I, I feel the same way. We're in northern Michigan, man. Like, so I can't imagine it's any, uh, any better here. The population's, you know, it's cold in the wintertime, and, you know, 35% of the people go to Florida in the winter. You know, so it's pretty quiet up here. We don't have any colleges in our town. We don't have any professional athletes, and you know, so I feel you, man. It's frustrating, but you just got to keep uh, keep fighting the good fight. We gonna keep we go we gonna keep everybody healthy. We are gonna keep them fast. We are gonna keep them moving better. We are gonna keep them strong. So, um, all right, man. Well, we've got we've got uh, we got Joe Toffrey here next, so we got to get off and uh, get ready for him. Okay, tell tell Joe. I said, what's up. I will, dude. I will. And I appreciate you being on the show. Appreciate it, Corey. Thank you. All right. All right. Have a good one. All right. You too. Well, that was fun. We had a lot of fun there talking with Corey Bridges. Uh, You can just sense the passion and fire in his voice and his love for 
for uh, working with, with athletes and, and trying to impact their lives on a, on a daily basis. What an amazing world to be in, huh? Working with professional athletes on a daily basis. How cool would that be? So I hope you guys enjoyed episode 19. Uh, no freebie, like we said. The rarity of no freebie. But episode 20 is coming up. And that's going to be, again, we're going back to myself and Dr. Hawkins. We're going to be talking about Facebook strategies. Very powerful Facebook strategies that I can personally say have worked absolutely phenomenal. Getting a 5 to 6 to 1 ratio on some of the dollars we're spending. But the strategy is really important. So we're going to talk about that in episode 20. And look forward to seeing you guys. Hope you enjoyed this one. And uh, if you guys could review us on iTunes, that'd be super cool. Also share this with your friends. Tell everybody you know about it. Get us all pumped up. We want to get some more uh, people listening to the show. Light it up. See you next time.